no Christian has to be poor if we had to be poor Jesus wouldn't have said I've been anointed to preach the gospel to the poor what was he preaching to the poor if it's not to correct it then it should be preached to the poor he said I came to preach to the sick and we know when he preached to the sick the God what healed so if he's preaching to the poor then prosperity is part of the gospel it is are you with me it's part of the gospel amen which is able it has an ability I tell people I believe God's word so so much because it has an ability I told you this the other time for by faith we understand that the worlds were framed by the word of God it has an ability to he says, I commend you to God to the word of his grace, which is able to build you up and to give you an inheritance amongst them that are sanctified. God's desire is for you to have his word at work in your life. And he has made this possible by bringing to you his message from our man of God, Pastor Roy King. Keep on shining and reigning forever as you receive God's word for your life today. Jesus. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Thank you, precious Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. Praise God. How are you enjoying the month so far? It's a month of diligence. And as I said, we are diligent in all things. Glory to His name. So we are continuing in a month of diligence and it's been it's been awesome. We are diligent in all things. Glory to God. Hallelujah. And um, I told you there are seven factors that we have to add to the faith we have, you understand, in as much as we have all those seven, but we, we are gonna, what, what we are trying to say is, it should be like a supplement, you get it? Some people just focus on faith and they let go of the seven. Meanwhile, all those are supposed to, you know, complement or, you know, yeah, complement or supply to our faith. In order for us to be effective, in the knowledge of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Glory to His name. And so today we'll be continuing. Let's go to our theme scripture, Second Peter chapter one verse five. Are you all there? Are you all there? Second Peter chapter one verse five. Okay, so he's saying that, and beside this, given all diligence, add to your faith virtue and to virtue knowledge. And I told you last last week or two weeks ago, we studied on uh, virtue. How did I explain to you that it means excellence from the word arite, 
and I explained how that this virtue is different from when Jesus was walking in the um, crowd and then a woman touched him and he was like, virtue has gone out of me. I told you that was different. That was dunamis. We have um, dunamis translated as virtue, which actually is power. And then we have arite, which talks about excellence and manliness. You understand? Yes. And so and that's just to refresh your minds on what we said about virtue, something that is praiseworthy. And ever since I thought that, I, I, I hope that you have been producing excellence in all that you do. Even though it's a lockdown season at home, are you producing excellence? I told you, in every little thing, our um, life or our faith walk should be expressed in it. Alright, so I, I want to know if you are actually living it. And experiencing it if you are let me see your comments that now you understand how that we should add to our faith with um, all diligence we should add to our faith virtue and I explained to you what diligence is from the Greek words today and I explained to you it talks about you know the earnestness the enthusiasm in accomplishing a task and so it's not not, not about being slothful in doing what you were supposed to do but you are enthusiastic you are speed you know i call it good speed you are moving speedily in time where you are not ahead of god and you are not so slow where you are lagging behind god's time you understand and so that's what i'm talking about let's we have to be circumspect in being diligent this month so how has the excellence been can you tell me how has virtue been add to your faith i told you add to your faith add to your faith virtue can anyone tell me someone said i am experiencing it that's beautiful how are you experiencing it can you tell us how are you experiencing it in which part of your life are you experiencing it and i know even in the basic things both spiritual and physical your social life there has to be excellence everywhere okay so we've we've studied virtue and now today we'll be going to the second one which is knowledge add to your faith virtue arite that's what we, we studied and how that you know it means excellence manliness you get it and then now we are moving to knowledge and after knowledge you move to temperance and all the others so there are seven in all and i'm we have besides this given all diligence earnestness enthusiasm speed you understand today given all diligence add to your faith and i told you it's a build-up to supplements you remember add to your faith okay i have been experiencing it's in giving excellent godly counsel to my friends okay excellent godly counsel to your friends that's beautiful that's beautiful excellent godly counsel to your friends praise jesus forevermore where we addition out god's righteous judgment to us as we of contact glory to god hallelujah and so we are done with virtue now we are going to knowledge which knowledge is he talking about here you understand which knowledge is he talking about here Okay, so 
He says, add to your faith virtue, and to virtue knowledge. And to virtue knowledge. Now, this knowledge is is very is a is a very interesting word that the apostle Paul chose in you know dealing with this part of scripture. You know, I've taught you on epignosis, you know, epi and genosco coming together, epignosis, you see, and that's talking about accurate, the highest accurate knowledge, where, you know, the knower can relate so well with what is known. That's the highest form of knowledge. You get it. Here, he's not dealing with epignosis. The word translated knowledge from the Greek here is gnosis. Okay, gnosis. And it's an interesting word, a very detailed word. It's not just a superficial word. Some people think gnosis is just a superficial word, but it's not a superficial word. It's actually a very detailed word which cuts across many, you know, um, facets, many, um, you know, places or, let me say, categories. You get it. It's, uh, it's from the Greek word gnosis, and gnosis actually means um, general intelligence or scientific knowledge or the general knowledge or the common sense in quotes yeah the common sense let me put it that way the common sense um, of a discipline or of, of something you understand so that is gnosis gnosis you have you have a concept you have should not let me say concept you have you have uh, a knowing and it may not necessarily be at the level of a pagnosis but it's it's a knowing that you know wouldn't get you lost so you can have it as scientific knowledge or knowledge that can be you know acquired what you have in school is losses what we we receive in school is losses what we receive at our workplaces is losses you understand Gnosis, and it's from the root word gnosko, where you have epignosis. Okay, from the root word gnosko, and gnosko is to you know to to learn or to get knowledge, get knowledge about something particular. So that's where you're getting gnosis from. You understand, and so gnosis is general intelligence or general knowledge. In quotes, even though it has, it's more than just general knowledge. Okay, yes, it's more like, um, how did this wallet come about? This is not a pignosis. A pignosis is strictly revelation knowledge. However, gnosis could be can be revelation knowledge, but not as detailed as it is with a um, a pignosis. So I have gnosis as to how this was made you understand I don't need a revelation to know how this was made I hope that point is clear with us now okay so that's what we have here when it says add to your faith virtue and add to virtue knowledge gnosis so what knowledge is he talking about and that's where sometimes people miss it because they think it's just knowledge in God's Word Knowledge in God's word is the ultimate. You get it? But he's not dealing necessarily only with God's word here. He's talking about Gnosis, which I've explained earlier. 
you understand to supplement your faith where you are so solely and you know you are so and wholly entire when it comes to knowing a lot of things you have certain Christians that do not upgrade their lives they don't upgrade their businesses and all they you know all they just fall back on is I have faith I believe in Jesus and I think that's all I need no I'm gonna show you something that the Lord actually pushes us to gnosis so that we can upgrade in even in our living you understand so we can upgrade in our living and not just be overly spiritual which I term as canal like for example you know in the time you know people were against coming online and um, you know um, having services online and you know having have a hard copy bible and you see if you have a hard copy bible that's when it shows that you are more spiritual and those that have bibles on their tablets and things they are shy for of people knowing that they are christians that's all baby talk you understand it's baby talk and now look at the condition the whole world is in such people are either and found wanting because they haven't received nurses to be able to transmit their services online or because of how much they have condemned the use of you know gadgets in such an era like this they are unable to come out but if you would have nurses you realize that in a dispensation as we are like I told you the other time we must define our generation and if we define the generation we will be able to meet the generation rightly that's what the Lord does God defines every generation remember he defines every generation and so we have a way we reach the generation you get it and now People are now coming online. The same people that were talking are now coming online having services. Downloading Zoom and having services on Zoom. And if if sometimes they just don't want it to go public, they'll tell you we don't want it to go public, so maybe I just want to do it on Zoom. Yet the link for joining Zoom can be sent out for people outside to join in. Am I making some sense here? That's because they didn't go for nurses at the beginning, and so they were condemning. But now, they are eager to know how can we make the message go out. <laughs> glory, glory to God. Hallelujah. That was just for you to understand how that sometimes we can get overly in cold spiritual, which actually makes us blind to what the Lord is actually doing in our era and our dispensation. That's, that's what I'm talking about. And so, Gnosis is very important. God is not against Gnosis. He's not against Gnosis. Do you understand my point? I can prove to you in several scriptures that God is not against nurses. And today we're going to learn more about what nurses is all about so you can appreciate it and add it to your faith, add it to the virtue that you have. And you know the, the beauty of the matter? Nurses is not, it's, it's not hard. It's not hard to get because you actually have, you remember we read from the top, you have all things that pertains to Zoe and godliness for we, and who has called him, you know, and he's called us to glory and to virtue, Arite. Do you understand that? Praise Jesus forevermore. Say, I've got nurses, I've got knowledge. I cannot be tossed to and fro. I've got knowledge, I've got knowledge, I've got knowledge. 
I walk in knowledge, in knowledge, in knowledge, in knowledge. In every area of my life, I've got knowledge. Glory to his name. Hallelujah. All right then. So let's let's turn our Bibles to the book of um Zobrandegeshe Velasa Binal Sumpriketes Montolo Brande Lebrahash Velekesa Mando Shodobos Daniel chapter one. Daniel chapter one. I want to show you what 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 we have to do here. John, Daniel chapter one. We're gonna read from the verse um uh, let's read from verse 11 or oh, verse 10 i'm gonna read to you from verse 10 are you all with me i hope you are learning already okay so we have a uh, and the prince of the eunuch said unto Daniel, I fear my lord the king, who had appointed your meat and your drink. For why should he see your faces worse, likened than the children which are of your sort? Then shall ye make me endanger my head to the king. So now, Daniel, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego said they were not going to eat of the king's meat. They were not going to eat of the king's meat and they were supposed to be kept for some days and now when you come out prove that you actually ate from the king's meat so you're going to look all fresh and all you know chubby and all that and now the the eunuch that was set up up to guard them was now saying if you don't do this i'm going to be in trouble then said daniel to melzar whom the prince of the eunuchs has set over daniel hananiah Michal and Azaria, prove thy servants, I beseech thee, ten days, and let them give us pulse to eat and water to drink. We are not going to take the meat. We want to take pulse and water. Then let our countenance be looked upon before thee, and the countenance of the children that eat of the portion of the king's meat. And as thou seest, deal with thy servants. What a bold statement. That's not today's topic, but it's just intriguing, you know. I can't just read and let go like that, but it's it's an intriguing part of scripture that I think it tells a lot about our Christian life, how we have to distinguish ourselves. The Bible says, and Daniel distinguished himself. This was it. Amen. Let's see what happened. So he counted them, he consented them to the matter, and proved them 10 days. And at the end of the 10 days, their countenance appeared fairer and fatter in flesh than all the children which did eat the portion of the king's meat. This is a miracle. This is very supernatural. And at the end, yes, and thus Melza took away the portion of their meat and the wine that they should drink and gave them pals. As for these four children, amongst all the people that were, you know, selected, now the Bible is separating these four he said as for these four children god gave them knowledge and skill in all learning this is what he's talking about in second peter chapter 1 verse 5 and 6 here he says add to your virtue knowledge he says god gave them knowledge and skill in all learning in all learning he gave them knowledge and skill in all learning now this knowledge is not um revelation knowledge it's gnosis he gave them knowledge and skill in all learning 
in all learning. How do we know this? Because he now separates Daniel from the four again and it says, And Daniel had understanding in all visions and dreams. So that is what made Daniel different from the four or the three. Yet all four had knowledge and skill in all learning. And so place them in this field and they are going to flourish. Place them in that field and they are going to flourish. Place them in any, any field and they are going to flourish. Because God had given them knowledge and skill in all. The Bible said all learning. All learning. And you know the big thing? I Can I tell you something? It, it, it may sound a bit off for some people, ex especially those who, um, who may not really understand what purpose is. And um, uh, let, let me just put it this way. Do you know that God has given you the ability to have all learning? Now, I'm not dealing with the part of the body where we are called with specific graces to fulfill in a part of the body. I'm not talking about that necessarily. I'm talking about the field of learning out in, in the sec not okay in the secular world, you can put it that way, but in all learning, we have the ability to know. We grow up and we say, okay, my strength is in math, my strength is in English, my strength is in literature, my strength is in science. That's 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 for the natural man. But do you know that if you received this knowledge from the word of God at a tender age and you were taught that you could have knowledge and skill in all learning, you could do well in every subject. Do you know that? That's truth. And I'm going to prove it to you because it's right in the Bible. I'm going to prove it to you. And so this month, you're making your mind especially in this lockdown season, then this is the time to learn. This is the time to increase in knowledge. This is the time to get your things, your personal life and your things straight. Learn a skill. Learn something. Add that to the virtue and your faith. Add to it. Learn a skill. Caris is a grace-based ministry headed by the Lord Jesus Christ and led by his servant, the man of God, Pastor Ray King. Our vision is connecting the world to Christ and raising men unto perfection. Our purpose is revealing the righteousness of God to man and our mission, preaching the gospel to everyone in our sphere of contact. We welcome you to join us in worship across our various fellowship grounds. On Tuesdays, we have the Hour of Intimacy from 7 p.m. to 8 p.m. And on Wednesdays, we have Cell Meeting from 7 p.m. to 8 p.m. The locations are Red Top at Wager, Galilee at Ablekuma, Mile 7 at Achimota, University of Ghana Campus, Adenta House and Down, Noble House at East Legon, Junction Mall at Sakumono, Bachelor Total at Spintex, Sunshine Hospital at Airport, Spintex KFC, and Community 5 at Tema. Our Sunday Ipoikodomio services take place at the Zion Convocation Arena at North Legon, Popo Street, Hato, from 9 a.m. to 11 a.m. 
and Red Top at Wager from 9 a.m. to 10 a.m. You can contact our team on 020-099-8099 or 055-592-6251. The Temple of Paris, forever we are kinging in Christ.